This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller, riding solo today. Kamel King is on assignment. As we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state, letting you know about people, places, and events that make Mississippi a great place to live, work, and play. Today, we'll start this trip in Tupelo for the Communities Forward Down on Main Festival. Next, we'll head to the Mississippi Gulf Coast for Walter Anderson Week, and then we'll move to Jackson for Wells Fest 2018. We'll end today's show in Cleveland for Delta State University's International Conference on the Blues. So I hope you'll join me today as we crisscross the state here on Next Stop Mississippi. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org. I'm riding solo today as Kamel King is on assignment. He's representing Visit Mississippi at the Pilgrimage Festival in Franklin, Tennessee this weekend, bringing all those great music lovers down to Mississippi this fall for the many music festivals that happen around our state. Now, as we do each and every Friday here on Next Stop Mississippi, we'll travel through the state letting you know about people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. We've got a really wonderful show lined up for you today. We're going to be touching every corner of Mississippi, uh, but we do want to hear about what's happening in your neck of the woods and your neighborhood. Give us a call. The number is 1-877-672-7464. That is 1-877-MPB-RING. Now, fall is upon us. It doesn't quite feel that way, but the festivals are beginning to stack up and roll in, and I know a lot is happening in your community. I had the good fortune to spend my evening in Hattiesburg, Hub City, last night at Southern Prohibition Brewery. A really beautiful place, very family-friendly, uh, just super cool venue with a wonderful outdoor space in addition to great craft cold beer. They've got really awesome Handmade artisan pizzas, just a lot of fun. Uh, Mississippi Today was there interviewing the young mayor, Toby Barker, who's doing really great things in Hattiesburg. Certainly uh, one of these shining cities in the Gulf South and glad to see all of the wonderful development happening in Hattiesburg. Now, as I mentioned, we do have a full show today, and we won't hesitate to jump into our first guest. But I did want to note, in addition to the events we're going to talk about on the show today, there's a lot happening in blues culture this weekend around Mississippi. So if you're in the Delta this weekend or you're traveling that way, you do not want to miss the Old Timers Blues Fest hosted by Red's Lounge. That's going to be at MLK Park on Sunflower Avenue. They have a wonderful amphitheater there in 
the Sunflower uh, on Sunflower Avenue in the MLK Park. The event is free. It's Saturday, September 22nd. That's tomorrow. And let me tell you, friends, this is quite a lineup. Uh, the day starts out with um, Henry Gibson, Cadillac John Nolden, moves into the likes of Little Joe Ayers, R.L. Boyce, Lou, uh, Gearshifter Youngblood, Big George Brock, Super Chicken. Now, these are uh, what some call the real deal blues artists. So really a, a lineup you do not, do not want to miss. And it's free. So bring a lawn chair, go hang out for the day. I love that um, Red Payton, the gentleman who runs Red's Lounge, you know, has been in this business for most of his life. And really his inspiration behind creating the Old Timers Blues Festival was to really honor a lot of the blues heroes who have come before, who've since passed, and really celebrate those that we still in Mississippi are so lucky to have among us. So while we're all kind of, you know, looking forward to uh, the future of the blues, we've still got so many wonderful legends with us here in Mississippi. So, hey, if you're in the Clarksdale area, check out the Old Timers Blues Festival happening all day tomorrow. In addition to uh, blues in the Delta, we've got some blues uh, here in central Mississippi, the 70th anniversary of Blue Front Cafe. Wow, 70 years. Mississippi's oldest surviving juke joint will celebrate 70 years Friday and Saturday with live music starting at 7 p.m. Another great lineup featuring Jimmy Duck Holmes, Tito Dealer, and uh, Arian Bell, a, a lot of really great artists. And in Probably the coolest space you can uh, enjoy in the state of Mississippi. All right, going to the lines I have uh, joining me today, we've got Daniel Boone on the line. He's in Vicksburg here to tell us about an event. Hi, Daniel. Hi, this is Daniel Boone over in Vicksburg with the uh, Westside Theater Foundation at the Strand Theater. Well, Daniel, great to hear from you today. Thanks for calling in. What's What do you have going on? Well, this weekend all over the country, uh, there's a celebration known as Art House Theater Day. And this is the third annual event, and, and we've participated every year. This year, what we're doing, we're going to have uh, a screening of a movie called Ballast, Ballast that was made in the Mississippi Delta 10 years ago. And uh, it's a film that won uh, several awards. It was critically uh, acclaimed, but uh, it's not very well known. So we're going to do a 10-year anniversary screening of Bellist and have a cast and crew reunion. We'll have some of the actors and production people, including uh, Nina Parikh, is going to come over from the film office. She was a producer on that picture. Oh, that's great. That's great. Now, give us the details. You say this hap happening this weekend. Give us the time and um, w the location. Sure. It's going to be at the Strand Theater in downtown Vicksburg. That's at 717 Clay Street. And it's going to be on Sunday, September 23rd at 6 p.m. We'll have the show. We'll have a discussion with the actors. And then we'll have uh, a little reception where the, everyone can socialize with the you know participants in the film. Great. So we'll get to watch the film and then talk a little bit about it afterwards. Excellent. Yes, thank you. All right, that's great, Daniel. Now, before I let you go, Ballast, this movie, you say it was filmed in Mississippi Delta, part of the Mississippi Film Office work. Give us kind of a, an overview of what the film's about. Okay, so the film uh, is set in the Delta. It's a drama that uh, it's just really, it, it starts off with maybe four people who are, uh, you'd say they're broken. It, 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 it starts off where they're in a, they're all uh, in a, a state of loss, I would say, and they're slowly moving towards. The four characters move towards one another to kind of recreate a family. So, 
it, it's a different picture. It's it's it's, uh, it's not it's not uh, uh, you know funny, <laughs> but it is beautiful, beautifully filmed. The uh, cinematography uh, won an award at the uh, Sundance Festival that year, and uh, it, it's an unusual picture in that there's no music whatsoever uh, in the picture. Interesting. All right. Daniel Boone, thanks for giving us a call. This is uh, uh, Ballast the Movie screening this uh, Sunday, September 23rd at 6 at the Strand Theater in downtown Vicksburg. Thanks, Daniel. Thank you so much. All right. Without further ado, happy to welcome to the show Councilwoman Nettie Davis and Marcus Gary. They're here to talk about the 13th Annual Communities Forward Festival in partnership with Down on Main in Tupelo. Uh, welcome. Welcome. Hello, how are you today? How you doing, that interviewer? Hello, thank you guys for uh, your patience with me as I fumbled with the lines. We're super happy to have you here telling us about the 13th Annual Community Forward Festival, which is partnering this year with Down on Main, a wonderful series of events in downtown Tupelo. So uh, as we get started, let's talk first about the 13th Annual Communities Forward Festival. This is an event you put a lot of time and energy into. Uh, this is an annual festival that we have in the fall of the year, and the purpose of it is to improve the relationship between the police and the community. And we've been doing this for 13 years, and each year it gets bigger and better. In fact, it got so big, downtown Main Street uh, asked, could they come in with us on the event this today? I mean, tomorrow on the 22nd. That's wonderful. Now, talk a little bit about this idea behind really um, fostering positive interactions between local citizens and the law enforcement officers. What what sort of activities take place to bring people together? Um, what we what we what I've been concerned about as a councilman. I've been a councilman for for, 30, for seventeen years. And I have been deeply concerned about the relationships of the police department to the community. And we have a program in our city called Community-Oriented Policing, where they, the police interact with the community. And so I came up with the idea, and it originally was in the black community, a park in the black community, to have this festival, and it has grown uh, to unlimited numbers. This year, uh, it was so successful last year, the downtown Main Street Association wanted to join in a partnership with us. And we usually have blues groups there to perform, and uh, this year we have uh, top of the top of the line, uh, T.K. Salt who will be our main performer, and then we have uh, eight other bands that will be performing along with some gospel groups and local talent and other activities that uh, we normally have every year. That's wonderful. That's, it's great to hear TK Soul, a really legendary soul blues artist, headlining this event. Uh, now, Marcus, tell us about some of the other performers we can expect tomorrow. Okay. We uh, also have Jamie Baker and the VIPs. Uh, we have Sam Mosley Band, uh, Crossroads Band. We have the Oxford All-Stars, Jason Little, Tim Fryer, Redemption, and Joshua Miles, and, and plenty other more that are, that are local. 
Wonderful. Now, what sort of reactions are you hearing from the community since you've partnered really this, you know, long-standing legacy event, uh, moving communities forward with Down on Main? Uh, how are people uh, reacting to that? Well, well, at first, it was not a, a pleasant uh, moment about this because it was a little ownership felt in having the festival in the African-American community. But downtown Main Street is in my ward also. And uh, I'm working on unity and trying to bring the community together. And this is a way of doing it. We have meetings and the downtown Main Street Association meets with the Community Power Festival. And we made our plans together this year. So the whole city has come together with this festival. And last year we had a record turnout, and I'm expecting even a bigger turnout this year because everybody's gotten really excited about it. We have a lot of concerts downtown in front of City Hall. That's the, that is the city's front porch, we call it. Oh, that's cute. And so everybody's really gotten excited. It's free to the public, plenty of vendors and other activities going on. So everybody's just really excited now about it. Well, you know, I always say community development is not for the faint of heart. And Councilman Davis, I know you're doing uh, the good work to bring uh, your community together, particularly those in your ward. Uh, this event happens tomorrow, Saturday, September 22nd at Gumtree Park. It begins at 8 a.m., goes till 5. Um, as Marcus mentioned, TK Soul headlining. Sam Mosley, who's a just another great Mississippi blues legend from New Albany, will also be featured. Okay, great. Now, tell me where uh, where the parade begins. It's beginning at George Washington Carver African American School before integration, and it will start at like I say, twelve o'clock, and it will go all the way down Green Street, which is one of the main thoroughfares in Tupelo, all the way downtown onto Main Street, which will be about a mile and a half parade. Great, great. It'll be a beautiful day for it. Well, uh, yes, sir. Also, we, um, this, this is the Communities Forward Festival. So this year we took a little bit different approach. We had the uh, softball game kickoff on this past Tuesday. Great turnout with the uh, police department and fire department in the community uh, playing softball. Uh, again, on as Ms. Davis said, on, on Saturday we'll have a three-on-three uh, basketball tournament in another park. So this is three different um, settings that we'll have events going in. We're trying to combine different communities uh, in Tupelo as well. That's very cool. I heard a term last night I'd never heard before called a seamless city where you can move from one neighborhood to the next and uh, really feel like there's a continuity there. And I love this idea of having uh, your various festival events in different neighborhoods, bringing people into neighborhoods they may not hang in uh, every weekend um, and getting folks together. So uh, that's very cool. I think we can all learn a lot from that. Well, uh, thank you so much, uh, Marcus Gary, Councilwoman Nettie Davis, for joining us. Uh, tomorrow is the 13th Annual Communities Forward Festival and the Down on Main Festival happening in Tupelo. Great city to be in. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And thank you so much.
All right, it's time for us to take our first break. But do you know what famous superstar was born in Tupelo and has a museum in the city? I'll give you a hint. Some call him the king of rock and roll. We'll tell you when we return. Plus, we'll welcome Corey Christie from the Walter Anderson Museum of Art to the show. Stay tuned. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPV Think Radio. car is kind of like that hairstyle you had in high school. Really cool back in the day. But that old car is still cool when you donate it to MPB Think Radio. Go to mpbonline.org for details. Then sit back and enjoy the ride. Now that's cool. Whether you're a thrifty shopper or someone who likes to buy the whole store, Change is the program that will allow your purchases to show your support for the quality content on MPB Radio. This easy and no-hassle program rounds up your credit or debit card purchases to the nearest dollar and sends us the difference. You support MPB and get something nice for yourself. To sign up for Change, visit our website, mpbonline.org, and click support. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org. Before the break, we asked you what famous superstar was born in Tupelo and has a museum in the city. If you knew the answer was Elvis Presley, then you are correct. Tupelo is the birthplace of Elvis, and he has a museum in his name there, a chapel, and a two-room house where he was born. It's such a cool experience. There's also great sculpture all over the ground, some very cool music trail markers, and just a wonderful way to spend the day. All right, happy to have on the line joining us today, Corey Christie with the Walter Anderson Museum of Art. He's here to tell us all about Walter Anderson Week. Hi, Corey. Hey, how's it going? Great. Thanks for joining us today. Now, before we get into uh, this week-long celebration, let's start off with the basics. Who is Walter Anderson? Well, Walter Anderson is an artist from Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Um, he created many things over all mediums. Um, I think he's probably most known for his watercolors and his block prints. And, of course, his wonderful murals that you can see here in town. But at the museum, we are dedicated to kind of sharing his message and his artwork and, and his brother's artwork. And, and now, you know, we have lots of the family still around. Uh, so, you know, we try to support them as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. There is a really rich family history in Ocean Springs of, of Walter Anderson and his extended family. Now, you say you're there to really talk about uh, the work of the family and sort of the mission. Uh, what, what do you mean by that? Uh, well, our tagline is uh, Man's Harmony with Nature. 
um, you know, Walter rode a bike everywhere. He, he rode, he's rode out to the island and spent most of his time in nature and with nature. And if you look at his work, you can definitely see that represented in animals and the flora and the fauna of the, the coast. Um, so we kind of want to represent that and partner up with organizations that represent that, um, you know, taking care of nature and the importance of nature. Very cool. Yeah, I love that. There's so much nature to um, enjoy, to uh, get involved in there on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, particularly in Ocean Springs, such a nice little community. Now, you've got um, activities happening for seven days or more beginning tomorrow, I believe, Saturday, September 22nd. Uh, Yes, we do. Let's talk a little bit about what you have planned. Okay, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, I may, I may interrupt so we'll refer, you. Just in case I forget, you know, make sure you go to our Facebook page, go to our website, walthandersmuseum.org. Um, everything is laid out in both places. But um, we're starting out tomorrow morning with a beach cleanup. Um, I'll be here on Front Beach starting at 10 o'clock. Um, what will Walter do is what we, we called it, uh, but that'll be going on from 10 to noon tomorrow. And we'll also have a historical bike tour featuring places around town that Walter was involved with or the family is still involved with, like Matt Stabley's tattoo shop, um, the Shearwater property. Um, His grandson, Chris Stabley, has a mural up at the Roost. Um, So we'll be hitting all those locations. Very cool. Now, I did read that the the bike tour is sold out. You've you've reached capacity on that. We have. um, And because of the response, we're going to do it quarterly. Um, so we'll we'll mix up every time. There's a bunch of things we couldn't include this time. So we will do that on a regular basis now and um, try to, you know, let people give the people the opportunity to do the tours in a kind of a different way. Yeah, that's really cool. Really cool. On bike is a great way to see a community. And uh, I love the idea of uh, kind of touring the, the places that are connected to Walter Anderson. You'll get started at Greenhouse on Porter, which is a really great small coffee shop and um restaurant so uh even if you don't get to ride your bike with the group you could bike there and hang out for a little while yes and i'll plug my myself in the greenhouse they have their biscuit tournament going on and my biscuits competing tomorrow oh wow go taste my nutella biscuit and vote for it Mm, that would probably get my vote well that that's like just incentive enough forget the bike riding i want the biscuits wonderful all right, that's great. Now, uh, moving on, uh, more happening on Saturday and into Sunday. Sunday, we have our kind of the big event of the week uh, with Luther Dickinson uh, coming in to play his music inspired by Walter, Anderson mural, mural, Walter Anderson's mural in, in the community center. Um, he's been doing this for three years now. He brings in just amazing talent from all over the country. Um, this year he has some heavy hitters coming in from New Orleans. Uh, Kirk Joseph, one of my personal heroes, kind of the father of modern sousaphone um, with the Dirty Dozen Brass Band. Uh, Big Sam from Big Sam's Funky Nation. Johnny Vodakovich, who's done it with him every year. And then Sade Thomas from North Mississippi, who is Otha Turner's granddaughter and does plays Fife and, and is still involved with the Fife and Drum tradition up there. Wow, what a lineup. Now, let's do talk. Let's take a minute to talk a little bit about this special performance by Luther Dickinson. As you mentioned, he's done this several years now, and the piece or the performance is really inspired, um, I believe, by the, this, what, we, what you call the seven climates of Ocean Springs. Yes, yeah, so he was on, I think, just a random trip to the museum a few years ago and got so inspired by the, this mural that he decided he would create music about it. Um, and each year, the music's completely different. So it's originally composed and then performed just this one time. 
Um, there are there's some video elements, so that you know there it's captured some, but for the most part, it's a one-time special experience that you have to be here to really take in. Very cool. Now, I I've, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you to uh, you know tell our listeners who who maybe have not had the opportunity to visit the museum what you mean when you talk about the mural. Okay, the mural uh, was done by Walter in the community center that is now attached to the museum. So this was just the city's community center that they use for regular community events like any other town, um, high school dances, weddings, um, anything you can imagine. And he, over 18 months, created a mural that depicts what we call the seven climates of Ocean Springs, but there are flora and fauna, animals, um, the landing of Diaryville is depicted in it, Indian lifestyle on the coast as Walter imagined it. Um, and it's a you know, huge room covered in artwork, and it's been luckily preserved. Um, I believe it's 60 years old right now. Um, and it's just a wonderful big piece that uh, I don't know there's anything quite like it, really, to, that you can just walk in and see something like that that's been so well-preserved over the years. Amazing. 18 months. That's incredible. It's really such a cool experience. Um, now, it, as you move into the work week, into Monday, you have uh, some more hands-on activities for your uh, festival goers. Yes, we do. We have, we're partnering with the Land Trust of Mississippi on the coast here. They're doing a, <laughs> sorry, I lost the word, but they're doing a workshop. They're on their property at 12 Oaks and Ocean Springs. We're going to make mobiles based on the birds of Walter Anderson. Wow. And that'll be led uh, by artists there. Then we have another workshop at the George Orr Museum where they're going to be tiles inspired by Walter, and that'll go on all day long on Friday. Uh, so you can call there or visit their website and reserve a spot for that. The Maritime Museum will be doing a trip to Horn Island, um, leaving at 9 o'clock on Friday. And I think they only have about four spots left for that. So if you want to go to that one, you need to, to call quickly. Um, and it'll be guided by our education director talking about Walter and uh, his relationship with Horn Island. Um, so you'll go out on the on their schooner, which is always a good time, uh, enjoy the island, and then come back that day. The Mary C. O'Keefe is doing self-guided tours. Well, they'll give you information um, about all the significant Walter things in the, in the Mary C. Um, that is where the original murals that were the WPA murals, so they're separate from the community center, um, are, were originally there, and they have the replicas there and uh, some other great stuff. Um, and then here at the museum, we have our Legacy Night, uh, which is dedicated to the family members that are still in Ocean Springs or in surrounding areas um, here at the museum. That'll be free to the public, and we'll be doing our raffle for um, Chris Stebley's All One People drawing. So it's the original artwork for the mural that's now up at the Roost. Um, and we'll have a state proclamation read by one of our state legislators, uh, the state declared Walter's birthday a state holiday for us this year. Wow. Uh, so that's kind of a big deal for us, and it's something we're going to try to keep going in the city over time. So every year, you know, the 29th will be Walter Anderson Day. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot going on this week. I probably forgot something. So do be sure to go to the website, go to the Facebook, and, and sign up and, and come and join us and celebrate. That is very cool. I bet for a lot of our listeners, they've heard here first that Walter Anderson Day is now September 29th. Very, very important and a good reason to just take off and uh, go for a hike or a swim or just hang out. So, Yeah, uh, be inspired by nature. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Corey, thanks so much. A lot of information to take in. So tell our listeners where they can go to read a little more, kind of pick and choose how they want to get involved. Okay. 
Well, our website's the best place to go, and there's information just about Walter. There's um, links to books and all sorts of information if you just want to learn more about Walter, even learn more about Ocean Springs and, and the events and all that. Same place, WalterAndersonMuseum.org or Facebook slash Walter Anderson Museum. Uh, we're also on Instagram. Lots of great pictures and information there as well. Um, so, there, yeah, there's lots of places to get the info and lots of things to participate in um, for all ages and all interests. Very cool. Thank you so much, Corey Christie. He's the marketing director at the Walter Anderson Museum of Art in Ocean Springs. We appreciate you joining us. I'm definitely going to give you a follow on Instagram today. I do want to mention, in addition, as an ancillary event to Walter Anderson Week, there's a really cool gathering happening next Saturday at The Roost, at the gathering at The Roost, featuring George McConnell, Jonathan Miles, and Cathead Cocktails, a great benefit for a young guy fighting cancer. Check that out. All right, we're going to take another quick break, but when we return, we'll head down to Jackson for Wells Fest 2018. Don't go far. We'll be back for more on Next Stop Mississippi here on MPB Think Radio. And I know it's gonna be a lovely day. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org, riding solo as my co-host Kamel King is on assignment. Today we have been traveling, letting you know about the great events happening this weekend and next weekend. Before the break, we spoke with Corey Christie about Walter Anderson Week in Ocean Springs. We also learned about Walter Anderson Day, which will be September 29th, now and forevermore. Now, happy to have in the studio with me. I always love having guests in the studio. Uh, welcoming Jim Pollard and Dana Larkin. They are here to talk about this year's Wells Fest happening next weekend in Jackson. Hi, guys. Good to see you. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Well, we're super pleased to have you here. This is a big year for Wells Fest, 35 years. Number 35 and uh, still growing and uh, attracting hundreds, uh, even thousands of folks to what is commonly described as one of the family-friendliest church festivals uh, with all manner of activities, a feast for the senses, if you will, uh, folks for of all ages. No admission fee, no parking fee. Come and enjoy live music all day long. There's something for everybody. Well, I love that, Jim. Now, I, I, I want to touch on the fact that you call this a family festival. It's my understanding when you guys got started, there weren't a lot of family-friendly events happening. The first year or so, 35 years ago now, 
uh, it was focused in large part on uh, adult audience. Now, then, as now, this festival, Wells Fest, and all that's associated with Wells Fest is alcohol-free and drug-free. Uh, back, uh, gosh, 82, 83, uh, Malcolm White got the festival started and was uh, the ringleader, if you will, the maestro, uh, to get uh, Wells Fest off the ground. The first couple of years, the uh, proceeds benefited the building fund at Wells United Methodist Church. Uh, since then, each year we've uh, selected a nonprofit social service agency through a competitive process to receive all the proceeds uh, after the expenses. All the staffing is volunteer. It is a labor of love, and I love Wells United Methodist Church to the core of my being, and this is my favorite project of the whole year. Wow, that's saying a lot because Wells does, a Wells Church does so much, and you do have such a wonderful, diverse, and welcoming community there. So, a lot to look forward to. Now, uh, we do have Dana here with us. She is uh, your organization is the beneficiary of of this year's festival. That's I know means a lot to you as a as a nonprofit. Talk a little bit about about your organization and how you guys got connected. So we are thrilled to be named beneficiary. Not only is it a financial boost to our small grassroots uh, nonprofit, but it's also um, we're getting so much media coverage and getting our word out about who we are, and we're helping put them in. And it was a very competitive process. The application was very hard to fill out because you had to be very concise. And then they had a site visit, and we were with the top three choices, and, and we were just more than excited to be chosen. Growing Up Knowing is a small nonprofit that with the mission of promoting healthy life decisions through parent ed, through family education and community partnerships. So which, what that means is, is that we have two educational programs that we partner with community organizations like Boys and Girls Club, like Wells Church, like New Horizon Church, like Jackson Youth for Christ, and we implement our programs there, but um, we... Our, our niche is that we always educate across generations. Children have to come with their parents, grandparents, or caregivers. And our two programs that we currently have is um, a sex education program for middle school children and their parents or caregivers, and a, a program for elementary children called My Body, My Boundaries, which is a, an abuse prevention program. Wow, this is important work. It is, and very rewarding and needed here in Mississippi. And the multi-dimension, the multi-generational approach is, to my it's, knowledge, unique. It, it, we've been told by the Department of Health that we're the only organization to do sex education while engaging parents through every step of the education process. You know, I, I'm so glad to hear that. It's uh, As a, a young parent, I have a small child. It's something I think about now that I've not thought about before. You know, we often talk about educating kids and offering programs for kids, but it, really so much of um, of your life decisions involve, involve your family, involve those closest to you, whether a, a parent or a guardian. So uh, kudos to you guys, and congratulations on being named this year's beneficiary from Wells Fest. That's a very important um, recognition now we yes sir you noted that uh the festival the main outdoor festival uh is september 29th uh over at jamie fowler boyle park which uh for anyone in the state who knows where smith wills stadium is on lakeland drive uh it's the park immediately to the um i guess that would be the uh, east, east yeah, yeah, the east of uh, Smithville Stadium. And uh, events kick off in the morning uh, at 8 o'clock with a, if you're a runner. 
uh, a five mile, excuse me, a 5K run, and then after that, a 1K fun run for kids and others. Uh, and then at 9:30, there's a pet parade. I said there's something for everybody. <laughs> a pet parade, which is a hoot. Uh, and then uh, 10 o'clock, the music starts off, uh, and we have some of the best name, uh, best known, uh, big name uh, music acts in uh, the whole state. Uh, and a good many of these folks uh, play uh, in numerous states, uh, even across the country. Uh, for example, and you'll know some of these names. Jesse Robinson, one of the one of the all time blues Absolutely. greats, is going to be there with friends uh, and some new performers as well, such as an original indie rock band named Space Wolf. I love that. <laughs> uh, and then we'll have the Jackson Gypsies with acoustic Latin jazz. Uh, Steve Chester and Andrew Pate. Steve Chester has been there every year of the thirty five years uh, these days with Jewel Bass and on and on. And then the last act. I cannot wait for this. Because the festival runs till 5 o'clock. I cannot wait for this. It's Time to Move Band, which which <laughs> emphasizes party pop, party pop and R&B. And I can just imagine the folks in their lawn chairs and so on who are grooving with the Time to Move Band, 4.15 to 5. But again, the music starts at 10, runs to 5. No charge for any of that whatsoever. It's two stages, so there's no break in between the acts. Oh, that's uh, nice. It is just a blast. Meanwhile, you can run over to uh, what we call the Wells Feast tent mm. and get uh, some food over there. There's, uh, gosh sakes, a huge kids uh, playground area uh, with really reasonably priced tickets. Most of them are, are uh, 50 cents a piece. Uh, and then uh, we have a, a plant sale. There's a coffee house with home-baked goods, there's a silent auction, and on and on. Now, that's for the outdoor festival on the 29th, Mary Margaret. There's also an event this coming Tuesday called Wells Fest Art Night, and it's at Dueling Hall. Yes, and I'm looking at this list of artists you have involved. Yeah, Wells Fest has uh, evolved into three different events. We had a golf uh, tournament yesterday that raised uh, a few thousand dollars for Growing Up Knowing. Wonderful. And uh, the Art Night brings together donated art from a substantial number of uh, Mississippi's best-known artists. There's an outdoor Buy It Now section that starts at 530. Again, this is this coming Tuesday at Dueling Hall. Uh, the the retrofitted uh, elementary school on uh, Dooling Avenue uh, in Fondren. And uh, some of the artists who've donated work, you'll know some of these names, Bill Dunlap, perhaps the one of the, for sure, one of the best-known Mississippi artists uh, working today, Bob Tompkins, Kit Fields, Paul Fayard, Vicki Armstrong, gorgeous, gorgeous pieces. If you want to see uh, photos of these numerous pieces that have been donated, for auction because the live auction starts at seven o'clock preview at five thirty, and then live auction starts at at seven again the tuesday night at 25th and as a bonus wyatt waters is going to be back as he has for the past several years along with ellen langford both of them very well-known artists across the state wyatt pretty much uh, nationwide and they're going to be painting live on scene a piece there while the live auction and so on are going on, and then their pieces are the last ones that are auctioned off that night. So if you want a Wyatt Waters watercolor, which is much treasured, much coveted, sure. uh, there's an opportunity to get it while the paint is still wet. 
That's so, <laughs> so cool. You can literally watch the art happening. Well, exactly. Yep. And I, I know Wells Fest means a lot to a lot of people, so how special to have a, a piece of art very connected to uh, this event. Now, I love the concept of having both, you know, the art auction and the buy it now. I'm I'm more in the buy it now category. Mm-hmm. Like I never get there in time for the silent auction or do something wrong. So uh, thank you for, for thinking of everyone. That's very kind. And the prices on uh, particularly the buy it now section are quite reasonable. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, that's what I need. Dana? I was just going to add that if any of um, your listening audience is interested in learning more about Growing Up Knowing or wanting to partner with us, because we do not charge our partnering organizations, our community organizations, we raise the money to do that, and Wells Fest is certainly going to help us do that. You can go to our website at uh, growingupknowing.org, and we are on Facebook and Twitter. I mean, we are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I didn't finish so, with thought. A mo- I didn't finish with thought a moment ago. Um, if you want to see photos of the art, for example, and learn more about the outdoor festival on Saturday, the 29th, um, go to wellsfest.org. Wellsfest.org. Really simple, and uh, you'll learn a great deal more about Wells United Methodist as well. Come check us out as a church. Absolutely, Please. No, uh, such a, a special event, and you guys have really. Um, captured, I think, the energy around Wells Fest, that uh, it really is uh, an open space, a space that all can get involved with, because as you said, you know, it's free, and there is a little bit of something for everyone. So appreciate what you guys are doing. I read where last year, I believe, in total, you raised more than $70,000. $70,000 was a record for one year uh, proceeds from Wells Fest, which went to last year's beneficiary, which was uh, Methodist Children's Homes of Mississippi. Uh, they used the money to retrofit some apartments that were on campus to renovate them for youngsters who have turned 18, because when you turn 18, you're no longer eligible, I learned, for foster care, and some of those youngsters just don't have anywhere else to turn. They're just now going to have the ribbon cutting uh, very shortly for those renovated apartments for the youngsters who still need some support to make their way into adulthood. And uh, over the years, we've raised um, over the 35 years about $1.5 million for uh, a wide variety of social service causes uh, in this year again, growing up knowing. That's great. And we, and we expect even a bigger, better crowd. The golf tournament yesterday was twice as big as it was the previous year, so hopefully you know, we'll, we'll raise more. We'll sure, have another sure. banner year for us. Well, uh, Dana Larkin with Growing Up Knowing. Glad to have you here. And of course, Jim Pollard with Wells Church and Wells Fest 2018. Wells Fest was named one of the Southeastern Tourism Society's top events for September. Such a great honor. Also, uh, Wells Fest is a recipient of the Governor's Award for Arts in the Community. These Woo. are important, important recognitions. Well, thank you both for making time to be in the studio. Very glad to have you here. Thank you so much for having us. We appreciate this. See you either uh, at the Art Night on the 25th, well, both, Art Night on the 25th at Dooling Hall in Jackson, and then the major outdoor festival the following Saturday, the 29th at uh, Jamie Fowler Boyle Park. Great. Right, right next to Smith Wills. A quick Google search will find you all you need to know about Wells Fest. All right, time for our final break, but when we return, we'll welcome Don Allen Mitchell, co-chair of Delta State University's International Conference on the Blues. Don't go far. You don't want to miss what's coming up on Next Stop Mississippi.
can't get to a radio? Well, don't worry. MPB Think and Music Radio are available online and on our MPB public media app. It's simple. Just log on to our website at mpbonline.org to get started. This is MPB Think Radio. Afterglow is your home for the Great American Songbook. Each week, I'll showcase the best in vocal jazz and popular song from the 1930s to today, from Frank, Billy, and Ella to folks like Kurt Elling, Diane Reeves, and Gregory Porter. I'm Mark Chilla, and spend some time with Afterglow, Sundays at 6 on MPB Music Radio. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. This is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org. We've had a great show today and very pleased to welcome our last guest of the show, Don Allen Mitchell, co-chair of Delta State University's fifth annual International Conference on the Blues. Welcome, welcome. Good morning. How are you? We're doing very well. So pleased to have you here with us to talk about what is now the fifth annual International Conference on the Blues happening in Cleveland, Mississippi at Delta State starting Sunday, uh, September 30th and going through Tuesday, October 2nd. Uh, International Conference on the Blues. Let's talk a little bit about the inspirations for this uh, event. Well, it it really grew out of uh, a vision that the president of Delta State had about five years ago. Uh, Given how many international visitors we have uh, to the Delta region who are interested in our blues heritage and blues culture and African-American history in general. And so he wanted to make sure that the university hosted some kind of event, a signature event, that celebrated this blues heritage. Now, you're, you're the, uh, the English department chair at Delta State University. You're very involved in, um, in both uh, Southern culture studies and really all things uh, happening there at the university. Would you call this an academic conference? Do we have to be, you know, PhDs to get involved? Well, and see, that, that was sort of our approach. My wife and I are the co-chairs. She's a music professor. I'm an English professor. We've been to enough uh, very dry academic conferences to know that uh, for the average person, that can sometimes be off-putting. So the one thing that we tried to do was to make sure there were enough events tied into the conference that the average person, the average student could enjoy. Uh, so there are performances, there's workshops, uh, and there's definitely free music, uh, which is always essential. So um, kind of uh, providing both a town and a gown angle has kind of been very important to us throughout this planning process. Yeah, Cleveland really does the town and gown so well. Y'all could uh, publish like a blueprint on how to do that for other university communities. Now, um, with this year's conference, your fifth annual, are you, uh, are you putting out a particular theme or, or are you open to different topics of discussion? Yeah, well, and this has sort of grown organically over the last five years. Uh, the blues, we really feel, is just as a way into the African-American musical tradition in general. And so this year, blues and the spirit is our theme. Our good uh, partners at the Mississippi Delta National Heritage Area and the Chisholm Foundation down in Laurel, Mississippi, ha- have helped us to uh, bring in some gospel programming. So we are really looking at the African-American gospel tradition, especially on Tuesday. We're bringing down the Coahoma County community college concert choir 
uh, and they're just a fabulous group. Uh, they'll be here on Tuesday doing a workshop, um, and we're going to tie some of what they do to the Lomax Archive, the Alan Lomax Archive, that has also been a feature for our conference. So really, uh, we, we take a big umbrella approach, approach to uh, blues music. I love that you've got a special focus on gospel this year. It's a, an area of Mississippi culture that I want to learn more about that I think has been sort of underrepresented in a lot of the scholarly music studies we do. So very cool, exciting. You do have um, also kind of a pre-conference kickoff that's very gospel-centric. Yes. Uh, so on Saturday at the Grammy Museum, that's the family day. This is this is an effort to... Uh, to really reach to, to the next generation of blues fans and gospel fans. Uh, so they'll have Sunpai Barnes, J.J. Timms, and um, uh, Keith Johnson, who is a former student of mine. They will be doing workshops for younger younger audiences, for you know children. And so that should be a great uh, event, especially for younger families. Mm. And so that's from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday morning. Now, Keith Johnson, doesn't he have some pretty deep uh, music legacy roots in Mississippi? Yeah, so Keith is part of the, the larger Morganfield family. Uh, and, of course, Muddy Waters' original name before he took his stage name was McKinley Morganfield. So just like most families in Mississippi, he has a very large family tree. And so uh, our approach is that we're also celebrating the Muddy, Muddy Waters' legacy. We're going to have a Morganfield family reunion featuring uh, extended members of the family tree, including Joseph Morganfield, who's actually Muddy's son. And they will be performing a free concert at the courthouse on Monday night at 7 p.m. here in Cleveland. Right, right. Now, that that's Monday, October 1. I don't want people to get too excited and jump the gun, so they've got a little bit of time to plan. Oh, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, uh, you're... Yeah. That's good. Now, do tell us, though, um, I know that you're going to kick things off at Grammy Museum, Mississippi, but where are you hosting uh, International Conference for the Blues? Where will the activities take place? Okay, so the opening reception will be at the Grammy Museum, and that's where we'll have the former German ambassador to Azerbaijan, Herbert Queller, speak. He is now the, the Consul General in Chicago, and he's done a whole research project on a huge blues archive in Germany. So he's going to present some of his findings uh, on the American Folk Blues Festival, which was very popular in Europe during the 1960s. On Monday, all the events are at the Delta Music Institute here on campus. That's really the hefty-duty academic paper sessions where we'll have scholars from all over the world come in and present their papers. And then Tuesday's events are all at the uh, newly revamped and reconditioned Ziegle Hall here on campus where our music department is. Luckily, Delta State has such a small campus, it's easy to find your way around. Yeah, and lots of friendly folks to show you the way. All right. Absolutely. Don Allen Mitchell, we're really glad to have you here talking about the 5th Annual International Conference on the Blues. Tell our listeners where they can find more information. Yes, if you'll check out our website at uh, internationaldeltabluesproject.com. There's registration information there and a full schedule. And uh, that's probably the best place to go. But we also have a Facebook uh, pretty hefty presence. Uh, so you can find us on Facebook, the International Conference on the Blues. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us today. Don Allen Mitchell with Delta State University and the International Conference on the Blues happening in Cleveland September 30th through Tuesday, October 2nd. Cleveland, Mississippi was recently named by the Smithsonian Magazine as number two of the top 20 small cities to visit in the country. What a good reason to go out and check out this event. 
Thank you so much, listeners, for joining us today. And thank you to all of our guests for traveling with us here on Next Stop Mississippi. But don't find my baby, somebody gone. Show bury me. Brooks went to the ocean, man, that ocean.